Good morning, good people, and welcome to the Black Boy Budget Podcast. My name is Nikki J, and I am your host of today's episode. So, first of all, let's just start with the great news that we are officially over 10,000 downloads on the podcast. Woo, woo. Do a little happy dance, do a little happy dance. And can I also just say, we're still an international podcast. We are listened to all over the world on all of the continents, and we are officially in Papua New Guinea. That's, that's, that's crazy. Like, thank y'all so much for all the love, all the support. And I'm, I'm really hoping that you guys are using these tips to your advantage, um, and benefiting yourself through your financial journey. Uh, the other good news is we were featured in the Neighborhood Finance Guys Top 12 Financial Podcast that can redefine your wealth. More happy dances. <laughs> And what's really cool is we were listed at number four. Now, I'm not sure if these financial podcasts were listed in any specific order, but I think it's still cool that we're listed as number four. So shout out to us. Don't forget to like, share, and comment on this episode. And make sure you share it with your friends, your neighbors, your family, your frenemies. Everyone is welcome to this information. So make sure you are liking, sharing, and commenting on episodes as well. Also, last but not least, good morning all the way from Baltimore. Ash and I are here attending a conference and we're making it a bit of a staycation. So I can't wait to explore some more. We explored last night, but we weren't able to do too much. Um, So I'm very excited to get out today and explore some more in Baltimore. Now, for those of you who may not have caught uh, this week's IG Live that I was invited to do um, on Instagram, I was invited by Jasmine Like Paul on Instagram, and our goal was to talk about how we can use our tax returns to benefit us this year and really using it to maximize where we are in life, right? Well, somehow we get on the topic of people being ashamed to call companies and ask for financial assistance. And I don't really remember how we got on this topic, but we did. I'm sure it was some combination of me just segueing into a different conversation and then some of the comments that were popping up as well. And so essentially someone asked the question, Nikki, when do you ask for financial assistance before it's too late? And so what we have to realize is that most people ask for financial assistance when it is too late. We wait and we wait thinking that we will figure it out or the situation will work itself out or we're too embarrassed or ashamed to even address it. I mean, meanwhile, you know, we're being charged extra fees, our credit score is tanking, investments are at a standstill, our bills are piling up, things are being repossessed. We're typically going to wait until there's just nothing else for us to do but to ask for help. So then the question is, how do you know when it's time to ask for financial help? And I'm going to give you three signs that will immediately help you recognize whether or not you need help. If any of these apply to you, then this is also going to be a good opportunity for you to listen to my recommendations on how to ask for help, but to also implement them immediately. The longer we wait to get help, the harder it is for us to kind of dig ourselves out of the hole, right? So you need to go into action immediately. This is not something that you want to just kind of get to when you get to it. This is something that should be on the forefront of your mind and taking care of and making sure that you're not just allowing the issues to kind of pile up on themselves. So let's start with the first thing. 
the first sign in recognizing that you need help is that you're avoiding your finances altogether. Like you're not checking your bank account regularly or weekly for that. You aren't following up to make sure that your bills are paid. And what that means is if your bills are on auto pay, you're going to check your bank account to make sure that the bill actually came out of your bank account. That's something that you should be doing. Even if you're not behind on bills, even if you're, you know, a thousand percent doing great. If your bills are set up for auto pay, you should still be going back to look at your account to make sure that those bills were paid, that you weren't double charged and that nothing funky is happening right with your with your bills. That's very important. Um, you may also be avoiding your finances if you are not um returning calls that you're getting from companies if you're not checking the emails or the letters that companies are sending you about your accounts or your bills when we start to ignore bill collectors it's definitely a sign right um scam likely calls me all the time but i know that scam likely is not calling me about my bills i know scam likely is calling me because it's likely a scam so, so if you know that you're actively avoiding companies because you're not in a position to pay those bills then yeah, it's definitely a sign that you need financial help. You may also be avoiding your finances, but under the guise of YOLO. And you're basically saying, yeah, I only live once, so I'm not really going to focus on my finances. I'm not really going to harp on my finances. You're probably in a place where you need some kind of financial assistance. <laughs> so, so those are definitely going to be like the first couple of signs where you're just all together, you're just avoiding finances. You don't even want to talk about it. You don't want to think about it. The second sign is you're living off of your credit cards. You're taking on more debt or you're using your savings or emergency fund to cover monthly expenses. And what all of these things boil down to is that your monthly income is not enough to cover your monthly expenses. That's where you start using the credit cards to maybe buy your groceries and then you're paying the minimum on that credit card. Maybe you're using your credit card to put gas in your car. And, and these things are fine if you're using your credit card to get points and then you pay it off at the end of the month. I'm talking about people who are swiping their cards because they, they don't have the cash to actually buy it using their debit card or using cash in their hand. So you're essentially living off of your credit card or living off of some kind of loan or your savings or emergency fund. Definitely a sign that you need some kind of assistance. The third sign is that you're behind on bills or you're overdrafting on your account. Now, these are two separate things, so let's break them down. If you're behind on bills, it's one thing if you maybe think you paid your bill this month, but you didn't, or you just forgot to pay the bill last month. Yeah, okay, it happens to all of us. It happened to me last month. It's another thing if you're two, three months behind where you've not paid your bill or expense or some kind of service for the last two or three months. That's when you're behind on your bills and you're not paying it because you can't afford it. Now, it's a completely different thing if you're not paying your bills because you don't think you should be paying that bill because of some kind of principality, some kind of ethical situation. That's different. And I've had people tell me, for example, yeah, I have a medical bill, but I'm not paying it because I don't feel like I should have to pay my medical bills. I've had someone tell me that. And if that's how you feel, that's your prerogative but not the situation I'm talking about. I am talking about people who are not paying bills because they cannot afford to pay bills. That's another um, sign that you are in need of some kind of assistance. The other thing is you're overdrafting on your accounts. I actually saw 
a woman post on TikTok. She's like, listen, I don't typically ask for help, but I'm in this cycle of overdrafting my accounts every month. And so I am asking for help now. And I I really admired that because it is already so hard to ask for help. It's also hard to tell people why you need help, like what the situation is that you need help with. And she was very upfront and honest and was like, I'm overdrafting on my accounts. I can't really get out of this cycle. So I need help. This is another sign that you, you need to start being realistic and saying, let me reach out to somebody and get some help. And it's going to be very important that as soon as you start recognizing any of these things that you something clicks, right? That red flag pops up that says, okay, I need to start reaching out to some people or some companies to figure out what I can do because the longer we go through these kind of situations, the harder it is, right? The more fees that pile on, the lower the credit score gets. It all just it all piles on and then you feel like you can't breathe as well. And that's how I kind of described it in our Instagram live earlier this week with Jasmine is you start to feel like you can't breathe as much or as well. And it almost feels like you're suffocating under your finances, like you're drowning in your finances. And that's not how you want to feel. We're trying to create a sense of peace in our finances and a sense of balance in our finances to where we're at a point where we can discuss them with anyone. We have no problem. We don't feel bad. We don't feel ashamed. And we're very comfortable and confident in our finances. So if you recognize those signs, it is definitely time for you to get help. Now, the follow-up question is, how do we actually ask for help? And this is very important because the way you ask for help is really going to determine whether or not you get the help that you need. So first things first. Let's take this shame out of the situation, right? A lot of us feel bad. We feel guilty. We feel like a failure because we need help. But we've all been there. Let me tell you, we have all been in a position where we need some kind of financial help. And that help can look like a number of different things, right? Getting financial advice, maybe reading some financial self-help books or asking for family member to help you out with the bill or friends to help you out with the bill. It can look like all different kinds of things, but we've all been there. Your friends, your family, your boss, your coworkers have all been in a position where they needed some kind of help financially. Do they talk about it every day? No, but just know it is a common occurrence and you should not feel ashamed about it. Now, taking the shame out of the situation is much easier said than done. But being prideful will only make the situation worse over time. So once we've recognized the signs that we need help and we have put our pride aside, here are our next steps. First and foremost, you need to figure out what you need. A lot of times people assume that because they're behind on bills or they can't afford their bills, that what they need is money. But you may not need money. You may need to revamp your lifestyle, your spending style, right? You may need to say, hey, I need money just to get caught up. But once I get caught up, I'm good to go. Um, you may need to change the due dates on your bills. Like maybe the due dates are just not lining up with when your income rolls in. You might need to earn more money overall. Do you need to ask for a raise? Do you need to get a side hustle, a part-time job? Do you just need to get a new job all together? Is downsizing an option, right? Are we maybe living in a luxury apartment that we really can't afford? Did we buy too much house? Did we buy too much car? 
Those are other options. Downsizing. Is negotiating some of your bills also an option? Um, in this month's newsletter, which uh, went out yesterday, so if you're signed up for the Black Girl Budget newsletter, it did go out yesterday. Uh, and you, you can still sign up for the newsletter on the website. If you sign up this month, you will get the new newsletter in April. Um, so definitely sign up because you get a lot of information. You get stuff directly to the Black Girl Budget website and podcast, and then you get your monthly budgeting tips. And so one of the budgeting tips for this month is to see if there are any line items in your budget that you can negotiate or reduce. You can call companies and negotiate how much you're paying for services and products. During the IG Live earlier this week with Jasmine, uh, she mentioned that she was able to negotiate her services with SiriusXM from $25 a month to $5 a month. Can I just tell you how impressed I was? Because when I bought my new car, SiriusXM was like banging down the front door to get me to sign up for this service. And I was just like, nah, it's not really in the budget. But now that I know that I can negotiate this for $5, I may need to circle back and see and see what I can do. So Sirius XM, I'm definitely going to be calling y'all this week. <laughs> so, so that's a great way um, to adjust your expenses and save money is to call companies and negotiate the cost of services. These companies need us to thrive and survive. So they're probably going to say, yeah, I'll accept $5 over you getting rid of the subscription altogether. So that's one way to help yourself when you're in need. The second thing you need to do is to decide who are you going to ask for help? And this is important because whether it's family, friends, complete strangers, or going directly to the companies, you may need to ask all of them, but you're going to approach each group differently. How I ask my family for help will be completely different than how I ask strangers for help on the Internet, right? If you do some kind of GoFundMe or if you just drop a TikTok video and ask for help, I've seen people do that. Um, and all of that is going to be different than if I call a company directly and say, hey, I need to negotiate the cost of these services and goods. So you need to decide who you're going to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking all of those groups of help. But then you need to write out, right? You need to write out how you're going to approach each group. And then in deciding which group of people you're going to ask for help and how you're going to approach them, you need to understand that communication is the most important factor when you're asking for financial assistance. I don't care if you're asking your mom. I don't care if you're asking your sibling, your best friend. I don't care if you're asking your kids. Communication is the single most important factor. What you want to do is be honest about where you are. Hey, family, here's where I am. I'm a couple of months behind on paying bills. I'm using my credit card to cover the cost of rent or mortgage. I'm not able to pay for groceries or gas in cash. Here is where I am financially. And then you need to explain what you need from them specifically. I am specifically asking that you all each give me $100 until I can pay you back or that you all give me $100. This is not a loan. You're just giving it to me and I cannot afford to pay you back and I don't plan to pay you back. So you're just giving me $100 or giving me $50 or can you give me some kind of service for free for a few months? You need to be very specific about what you need from them. The other thing you want to talk about is 
how their contribution is going to help you. Hey, what I need is $100. If you give me $100, it will allow me to catch up on this specific bill or it will allow me to afford groceries this month without having to use my credit card. And then most importantly, you need to address how you plan to pay them back if you do in fact plan to pay them back. Sometimes we're not in a position to do that and that's okay. You need to be honest about that. But you also need to say, this is how I plan to pay you back. It's very important. I've seen um, where relationships are ruined because of lack of communication and prioritizing, right? So you might have someone who moves in with you and they're like, hey, I really need a place to stay for a little bit. Can I move in with you? And we've all been there. I had a friend that moved in to my dorm room with me in college. But sometimes people are missing that communication component where they say, I need to move in with you for a few weeks. I'm going to be here for the next month. I will give you a monthly update as to when I plan to leave, right? And so you need to be upfront with how you plan to pay people back and follow up with them on the progress every couple of weeks or once a month. Hey, just checking in. I know I've been staying with you for two weeks or I know you loaned me that money two weeks ago. Here's how I plan to pay you back. Here's how I'm moving forward in the next couple of weeks. Just got a raise on my job. I'll get that money to you in two months. Be very upfront and honest about where you are in the process. So these are the signs that you all need to recognize when you need help. Once you figure out, man, I'm in a situation where I need help, you then need to move on to the next um, three tips on how you're going to ask for help. That's going to be very, very, very important. So thank you all so much for joining me on the Black Girl Budget Podcast today. This is a short and sweet episode. I don't want you to dwell on needing help. This is something that's so common. It should just be a very objective approach for you once you once you subjectively realize that you need help, right? Because I recognize that some of us have emotional connections to our finances and that's okay. But once you realize, you know what, I can't really breathe through my finances right now, like I'm suffocating or I feel that drowning, then you need to go through these three tips um, on how to ask for help, recognize the three signs and move forward. Like don't dwell on this. It's not something that should be, um, it's not something that should be feeling heavy around you every single day. Recognize that you need help. Use these tips and move forward accordingly. Even if you need to call companies and say, hey, I'm going through a hardship. I can't afford to pay $75 a month, but I can give you $15 a month. They will work out a plan with you. So don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like you can't call companies. It is absolutely your your obligation to call these companies and let them know where you are so that not only are you helping yourself out, but you're keeping companies abreast of what you have going on. And these companies have hardship programs. And I'll tell you, just like I said on the IG Live the other day, Bob does not care that you need assistance. He does not care that you have fallen on hard times and that you need to use their hardship programs. Bob is probably going to hear this story from 10 other people in the same day, and he's going to go home and talk to his family about something completely unrelated. So take this time to decide if you're in a position where you need help and then move forward accordingly. Thank you all so much for joining me on the Black Girl Budget Podcast. I really appreciate it. Just remember, Black Girl Budget Notebooks are still on sale with free shipping, and the Budget Basics e-guide is also still available. So share, like, and comment on this episode and let me know how these tips have helped you. 
talk to you all next week. And as always, happy budgeting.